Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Friday, June 9th, 2023, coming up on Roland Martin Unfiltered, streaming live on the Black Star Network. I am live here in Jackson, Mississippi. Lots to break down. We're here, of course, uh, covering the Mecker and Murley Edwards Institute. All of the events taking place. The 60th anniversary of his assassination is on Monday. And so we'll be talking to folks here for that. Also, today's show, Special Prosecutor Jack Smith drops the hammer on Donald Trump. Hit with 37 counts. We'll show you his news conference and get a reaction from attorney Scott Bolden, as well as get national reaction from the likes of President Joe Biden, Mitt Romney, Chris Christie, and many others. Folks, it's a jam-packed show. You don't want to miss it. It is time to bring the funk. i roll up Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Let's go. He's got whatever the miss, he's on it. Whatever it is. Good afternoon. Today, an indictment was unsealed. 
charging Donald J. Trump with felony violations of our national security laws, as well as participating in a conspiracy to obstruct justice. This indictment was voted by a grand jury of citizens in the Southern District of Florida. And I invite everyone to read it in full, to understand the scope and the gravity of the crimes charged. The men and women of the United States intelligence community and our armed forces dedicate their lives to protecting our nation and its people. Our laws that protect national defense information are critical to the safety and security of the United States, and they must be enforced. Violations of those laws put our country at risk. Adherence to the rule of law is a bedrock principle of the Department of Justice, and our nation's commitment to the rule of law sets an example for the world. We have one set of laws in this country, and they apply to everyone. Applying those laws, collecting facts, that's what determines the outcome of an investigation. Nothing more and nothing less. The prosecutors in my office are among the most talented and experienced in the Department of Justice. They have investigated this case hewing to the highest ethical standards, and they will continue to do so as this case proceeds. It's very important for me to note that the defendants in this case must be presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. To that end, my office will seek a speedy trial in this matter, consistent with the public interest and the rights of the accused. We very much look forward to presenting our case to a jury of citizens in the Southern District of Florida. In conclusion, I would like to thank the dedicated public servants of the Federal Bureau of Investigation, with whom my office is conducting this investigation and who work tirelessly every day upholding the rule of law in our country. I'm deeply proud to stand shoulder to shoulder with them. Thank you very much. Attorney Scott Bolden, a frequent panelist on Roland Martin Unfiltered, is a former federal prosecutor. Here's our conversation about what these charges mean for Donald Trump. All right, Scott, let's get right into this. Uh, a lot of Republicans are saying, oh, this is no big deal. Jack Smith laid out how big of a deal this indictment is of Donald Trump. Yeah, 37 counts. This is very, very serious. They can politicize all they want, but the special prosecutor, Nat Garland, has done a thorough job uh, in bringing 31 counts against 31 documents that were top secret, that were national defense documents, that had to do with nuclear uh, weapons, had to do with an invasion or attack on Iran, uh, as well as documents so sensitive that in our intelligence agreements with five other countries or four other countries, only they could see them, if you will. And so the real question is, these are all unforced errors on Donald Trump's part. What was he doing with all of these documents? But why did he try to cover it up? And what was he going to do with these documents? Because let me tell you, he's facing 10 to 20 years in jail. And why would you go to jail by not cooperating and turning over these documents? What was so important about keeping them? I think he was going to share them or try to use them to make money or exploit some other company or some other group. Who knows? But they, 
but they even got a recording of him admitting he did not declassify the documents. Yeah, and they that's in the indictment. It's a speaking indictment, and he knew that he didn't declassify them. This political rhetoric about he, he could think about it and then declassify them, and that's all been debunked, but we all knew that bordered on the nonsensical. It just didn't make any sense. But the sheer volume of these documents and the box, boxes and where he kept them. But look at the date of the indictment, right, uh, Roland, and look at the date of the grand his first grand jury subpoena and the time frame for all the things he did to lie and cover up and ask his lawyers to lie and cover up and how they moved the documents to different locations, all done after you got the grand jury subpoena. He's been indicted for the cover up and what he did after he got that subpoena, not dating back to 2016, that'll be, that'll be important because that's the cover up part and it goes to his state of mind of him wanting to avoid and keep these documents illegally. Yeah, I mean, he literally lied to his lawyers. He had the documents in his possession. And so he has a subpoena saying to return them. And he's like, nah, I don't feel like doing it. Well, a lot of the questions that he asked the lawyers, remember, there was a court order where the, uh, the federal district court judge in D.C. said that turn over these documents or rather turn over your note, your attorney notes because of the crime fraud exception. Donald Trump was trying to get his lawyers to help him commit a crime. Now, the co-conspirator is his former military valet, but he, in those notes, which have doomed, and, and a big part of this indictment, were the notes from his attorneys based on what he was either asking them, which isn't a big deal because clients ask you about the parameters of their defense all the time, but he actually lied to his own lawyers and tried to get them to lie to DOJ. I got to tell you, this is a speaking indictment, but it's a real, it's a, it's a glaring indictment on Donald Trump. The chickens have come home to roost, and it's all about accountability this, at this point. So, Scott, when you see these people out here trying to defend him, saying, oh, this is a witch hunt, this is all political, it's a little hard for them to now yell and scream that we're now faced with this actual unsealing of this indictment. But they ought to be concerned about the national security of this country. I don't care whether you black, white, yellow, brown, Democrat or Republican. What this what this indictment says is that he had all of these documents, about hundreds or hundreds or more boxes of them in unsecure locations, and they were trying to avoid disclosing, let alone turning them back over. I don't care about politics. When you get in the courtroom, the criminal justice system is about facts. Those political arguments don't work. And I'll be honest with you, at this, this reflective point is for the GOP to look and see. I don't care how many MAGA supporters make up the GOP. Is this the time to walk away from Donald Trump? How can you support a candidate and a leader of your party who has not only been found civilly liable for rape, but is under federal indictment now for espionage and conspiracy and pending a state indictment in regard to 31 or more counts of fraud. It's, it's crazy. It's idiocy. Well, and then you know it's real when two of his attorneys resigned today. He's got to go out and get some real lawyers with experience in these sort of cases. He can't just sit here and treat this as some, oh, no big deal. This is now real. Well, but but you see, Roland, what's mis what, what, what's what's technically wrong about your your question is that none of the top white collar criminal defense lawyers 
who are available normally in these cases based in Washington and New York aren't taking his cases. Oh, no, I know, I know. They're not what taking I'm, his calls. I know, so what I'm got saying secondary is... secondary-level lawyers doing this stuff, at least yeah. in my opinion, and now he's got to go find local counsel in Florida. But those lawyers, you know, representing Donald Trump could be dangerous to your health and your law license. You know, you you got to start protecting yourself. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, the rally is, as we see in the indictment, you've got a client who will willingly lie to his attorneys. Look, look, right. I'm, not a law I'm not a lawyer, but lawyers always say, if it's one person, you can lie to your wife, <laughs> you can lie to your boss. Right. All right, folks, I had to head inside because uh, uh, the iPhone, you know, when you're outdoors, it overheats. Uh, that's what shut us down. So, so Scott, before we got, I got cut off, I was saying the one person lawyers always tell you, never, ever, ever lie to your lawyer. Give your lawyer all the information so they can protect your behind. This fool, he, I keep telling everybody, Donald Trump will lie about a lie. Donald Trump will lie when the truth will set him free, what my mother used to say. <laughs> and, and in this case, you know, lawyer, clients always, I've been doing this about 36 years, look, clients will always hold back a little bit, or they may bend the truth a little bit with you, but it's really a waste of their money, because if you don't give your lawyer all the information, then you're probably going to go down. Because we're going to find out when we talk to the government. And in 36 years, no one's ever told me everything in regard to my, my represent, rep, first initial representation of clients. But in this case, what he was trying to do, one thing to ask about what we can do and what we can't do from a defense standpoint, it's another thing but to ask them to co-conspire with you in order to avoid detection of these documents. You just simply can't do that because then the lawyer is going to lawyer doesn't want to be a client himself and so that's why they recorded these notes this was protection early on because they did they knew donald trump's character and they knew what he's going to try to do or not do and they simply did not trust him that was him you can represent somebody that you don't trust but they didn't trust him and here's the easy thing all he had to do was simply return the documents he did not want to do that yeah, and you see, that's going to be the second shoe that drops. Uh, there's going to be an investigation. It's going to come out why he didn't want to turn over these documents. And, he, I'm, I'm, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say it on, on your show today. There's a reason he didn't want to turn over these documents. He was going to use those documents to exploit something or someone or to try to generate revenues as a result of those documents. That's the only reason you would risk criminal indictment by holding on to those documents. We know he's in financial straits. We know his properties have all been losing money since he became president and ran for president. But that can be the only reason. Follow the money and we'll find the answer. All right, Scott, last question here, uh, and that is it's June. Will there be a trial inside of a year? Do you think it comes after the election in November 2024? Well, a couple of thoughts there. In New York, it's scheduled for April or May. That trial is going to go because that judge is going to make it go because they don't care about politics in, in the criminal justice system. With the federal indictment, we won't know what the trial date is until Tuesday or Thursday at the arraignment. But the federal judge will set that trial date. And the government is always ready for trial. They don't indict until they know they're ready for trial. Now, from the defense standpoint, and this is really important, when you're representing someone who's an elected official and running for any office, 
Do you do you try to get an expedited trial date to get it out of the way if you think he got a strong case? He could be acquitted and then run and go get the nomination. That's one strategy. The other strategy is delay, 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 because no indictment, no conviction means you got a shot. I can tell you the criminal defense lawyers are, are contemplating that right now. Expediting uh, discovery and going to trial right away uh, might be a winning strategy and formula. The problem is it becomes impractical. With, with Marilyn Mosby, we tried that, and unfortunately, between experts and discovery and government delays, we weren't able to pull it off, and she wasn't successful in her re-election effort. So watch for what the trial strategy will be for the defense lawyers, sooner or later. All right, Scott Bowden, former federal prosecutor. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. All right, man. Thanks. Bye-bye now. We come back, react from around the country in political circles as folks express their shock and dismay at Donald Trump being hit with these federal charges. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network live from Jackson, Mississippi. Hatred on the streets. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote horrific scene a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence white people 
angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol. We're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. You have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at every university calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. There's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. You can't be black on media and be scared. It's time to be smart. Bring your eyeballs home, you dig? Hi, I'm Joe Marie Payton, voice of Sugar Mama on Disney's Louder and Prouder, Disney Plus. And I'm with Roland Martin on Unfiltered. Welcome back to Roland Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. Uh, Democrats and Republicans have been reacting to the news of the indictment against Donald Trump. Here is what different folks had to say. It's better the second time in the election than the first. And they go after him on a boxes hoax, just like the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax and all of the others. This has been going on for seven years. They can't stop because it's election interference at the highest level. There's never been anything like what's happened. I'm an innocent man, I'm an innocent person. Uh, they had the Mueller hoax, the Mueller report, and that came out, no collusion after two and a half years. That was set up by Hillary Clinton and Democrats, but this is what they do. This is what they do so well. If they would devote their energies to honesty and integrity, would be a lot better for our country. They could do a lot better. They could do a lot of great things. But when you look at what's happened to our country in the last three years, we were energy independent. We had a strong military that wasn't woke. We were doing so well. We were respected all over the world. We got the biggest tax cuts in history, biggest regulation cuts in history. And what do you do? You have a president where an election was taken got more votes than any sitting president in history by far, never anything even close. And they come after me because now we're leading in the polls again by a lot against Biden and against the Republicans by a lot, but we're leading against Biden by a lot, a tremendous amount. And we went up to a level that they figured the way they're gonna stop us is by using what's called warfare. And that's what it is. This is warfare for the law. And we can't let it happen. We can't let it happen. Our country is going to hell, and they come after Donald Trump, weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI, 
We can't let this continue to go on because it's ripping our country to shreds. We have such big problems, and this shouldn't be one of them. It's a hoax. The whole thing is a hoax. Just like Russia, 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 just like the fake dossier was a hoax. You saw the Durham report. You saw the Mueller report. It was all a big hoax. You had two impeachments, and they lost, and we won. And we had tremendous support. But that was a hoax and a scam. And now they're doing it again. It's just a continuation, seven years, even after I'm out. But it's called election interference. They're trying to destroy your reputation so they can win an election. That's just as bad as doing any of the other things that have been done over the last number of years, and especially during the 2020 election. So I just want to tell you, I'm an innocent man. I did nothing wrong. And we'll fight this out just like we've been fighting for seven years. It would be wonderful if we could devote our full time to making America great again. And that's exactly what we did. But now, again, our country is in decline. We're a failing nation. And this is what they do. I'm an innocent man. We will prove that again. Seven years of proving it. And here we go again. Very unfair. But that's the way it is. I just want to thank everybody. We are doing something very special for our country. We're putting America first. I always put America first. And that's why we were in a position. Unfortunately, that position is no longer valid because they've done such a poor job. But we're in a position where we're going to make America great again. Uh, I'm innocent, and we will prove that very, very soundly and hopefully very quickly. Thank you very much. By the administration uh, of uh, a sitting president who's also a potential rival in the upcoming election. You know, after years of politicization in the Justice Department, years that I lived through as vice president, watching the FBI make a decision not to bring charges against Hillary Clinton for mishandling classified information, to see two and a half years of the Russia hoax that hung over our administration as we fought to turn America around and still made it more secure and more prosperous than ever before. And now we know that the Russia hoax was entirely based on the, uh, on, on materials that should have never resulted in an FBI investigation, according to the Durham report. In the days that have followed that, we, we saw the big tech and big media literally suppress a story about the Hunter Biden laptop. Uh, in the days leading up to the 2020 campaign. Uh, and, uh, and we've seen, frankly, this Department of Justice slow walk investigations uh, into the president and into his family as well. And, I, uh, and so I, I think it's deeply troubling uh, to see an indictment uh, against a former president of the United States. I, I had hoped that the Department of Justice uh, would see its way clear to resolve this matter without an indictment and said so uh, earlier this week. I mean, an indictment against a former president, I think, is going to be extraordinarily divisive at a very challenging time for American families. I also believe it sends a terrible message to the wider world. That being said, let me be clear on a few points. No one is above the law. And in America, we have to stand on the rule of law, irrespective of politics. Uh, secondly, the handling of classified materials is a very serious matter in this nation. My years as vice president, my years serving on the International Relations Committee in, in the House of Representatives, it's important that we protect the nation's secrets. It's one of the reasons why, after the 
multiple disclosures at President Biden's home of classified materials that he had retained from his days as vice president and as president that we thought it was appropriate for us to have our records examined. Uh, and we found that there was a small number of classified materials that had been stored inadvertently with our materials as well. We fully cooperated uh, with the FBI's investigation. I took full responsibility for it. Uh, I'm pleased that uh, last week the Department of Justice determined that it was an innocent mistake. But let me be clear, it was a mistake. And protecting the nation's secrets is absolutely vital. To, surprise, to securing this country in the days ahead. Now, on the matter involving the president's indictment, let me be clear. As much of the national media rushes off with a predictable rush to judgment, no one knows the facts. It's the reason why this morning I called on Attorney General Merrick Garland to unseal the indictment immediately and stand before the American people and answer questions as to why an indictment of a former president of the United States was appropriate in this matter. Uh, I learned just moments ago uh, that the Department of Justice has scheduled a press conference this afternoon, and, and I welcome that. The American people have a right to know why it was necessary for the first time in history to bring an indictment of this nature against a former president uh, of the United States. Um, Finally, I think it's important to remember that in America, everyone is entitled to be, to be presumed innocent until they're proven guilty. And the former president has every right to a presumption of innocence in the days and months ahead as this matter proceeds. And I would just urge all my fellow Americans uh, in two ways. Uh, be patient. No one knows exactly what the facts and the law are in this case. I think it's important that we wait. And each American will understand the facts and we can each make our own judgment about whether or not this was an appropriate action or whether or not there's one more example of the politicization and weaponization that's taken place in the Department of Justice in recent years. And finally, I just encourage people to pray. Uh, pray for the former president and his family as they endure this, uh, this latest controversy. I pray for all those in uh, positions of authority, that they would have wisdom and be committed to justice. And in the end, I'd say pray for all the American people. Uh, in these challenging times, I think we do well to remember to turn to that wellspring of support that has always strengthened us since the early days of our nation's founding. With that, finally, I'll just simply say the pledge that I made today when I announced my intention to seek the Republican nomination for President of the United States, that if I have the privilege to serve as your president, on day one, uh, we're going to clean house at the highest level at the Department of Justice. We're going to appoint men and women of integrity who will restore public confidence in equal treatment under the law. So help me God. Questions? If elected, would you pardon Trump if he was convicted? Yeah. Look, I, there's assumptions in there that I, I'm not going to speak to hypothetical questions. Mr. Vice President, let me ask you. Too? You know, talking about the Department of Justice being political, these charges against him, are they political? I, I don't think we know the facts. And I think it's important that we that we allow the process to be made public to the American people. It's one of the reasons why this morning uh, I think I was the first to call on Attorney General Merrick Garland uh, to unseal the indictment, stand before the American people, and, and, and explain the justification for the first time in America.
Well, look, I don't know, um, Brian, exactly what they're going to find and what's going to come in any indictment that may come. But I will say this. The problem with all this is that it's self-inflicted. Uh, you know, in the end, I don't know that the government even knew that Joe Biden had those documents or not, um, but they did know Donald Trump did. And in fact, asked for them voluntarily for over a year and a quarter right. um, and got them back in dribs and drabs. And, and at least if you believe the accounts that you're reading right now, and I, and I take them with a grain of salt because I did this work for seven years and I know you can't believe anything until an indictment comes out. If in fact you're keeping those things knowingly, even after the government has asked for you to bring them back. The excuses about, oh, they were classified, declassified automatically when I left the office, well, that's just wrong. I mean, I know that as a legal matter. Mm -hmm. um, and the problem with this is, let's go to pull it back for a second. It's a bigger problem whether he's indicted or not, because these are all self-inflicted wounds. Return sure. the documents. And stop doing this. Why do you have to be the center of negative attention all the time? Why do you have to be angry all the time? And and that's what Donald Trump has done. So I'll wait to see and make a judgment uh, on the indictment if and when one comes. Um, but certainly, as you know, on the Alvin Bragg stuff, I said at the time, um, that's a ridiculous indictment and one that I would have never brought as a prosecutor. But it doesn't mean that the next one and the next one are not going to be problematic. And by the way, that's weight that Donald Donald Trump will have to carry if he's the nominee into a general election uh, in, in November. And why do we want to take that risk? President Biden, have you spoken to Attorney General Merrick Garland yet? I have not spoken to him at all. I'm not going to speak to him. No comment on that. When we come back to Roland Martin. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
Richard. I'll show you a tour of the office of Medgar Evers, the NAACP field secretary of Mississippi, who was gunned down 60 years ago on Monday by a white supremacist. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. That was a pivotal, pivotal time. I remember mm. Kevin, Kevin Hart telling me that. Um, he's like, man, what you doing, man? You gotta stay on stage. And I was like, yeah, well, I ain't You know, I'm young, thinking, yeah, I'm good. And he was absolutely right. What, 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 what show was you at the time? This was one-on-one -on -one Got during it. that time. I, and I'm so, so you're doing one-on-one, -on -one, yep. going great, yeah. you're making money, you're like, I'm like, I don't need to leave. I don't, I don't need to leave from, you know, th Wednesday, Thursday to Sunday. I, I, you know, I, I just I didn't want to do that. You know, it was just like, I'm going to stay here. Or I don't want to finish work Friday, fly out, go do a gig Saturday, Sunday. I was like, I don't have to do that. And, and I lost a little bit of that hunger that I had mm. in New York. I would hit all the clubs and run around. I, you know, sometimes me and Chappelle or me and this one or that one, we'd go to the comedy cellar at one in the morning. And I mean, that was our life. We loved it. You know, you do two shows in Manhattan, go to Brooklyn, leave Brooklyn, go to Queens, go to Jersey. And I kind of just, I got complacent. Well, I was like, I got this money, I'm good. I don't need to go, I don't need to go chase that because that money wasn't at the same level that I was making, but what I was missing was that training. Yes. Was that, was that. And it wasn't the money. It was the money, you know, it was that, that's what I needed. on the frequency right here on the Black Star Network, Shanita Hubbard. We're talking about the ride or die chick. We're breaking it down. The stereotype of the strong black woman. Some of us are operating with it as if it's a badge of honor. Like you even hear black women like aspiring to be this ride or die chick, aspiring to be this strong black woman chick at their own expense. Next on the frequency right here on the Black Star Network. Hi, my name is Freddie Ricks. I'm from Houston, Texas. My name is Sharon Williams. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Right now, I'm rolling with Roland Martin. Unfiltered, uncut, unplugged, and undamn believable. You hear me? Welcome back to Roland Martin Unfiltered here on the Black Star Network. We are here, folks, uh, because behind me, the Jackson Convention Center, is where they're having the gala tonight uh, for the uh, Megger and Murley Everest Institute. Uh, it was 60 years ago when Megger Everest was gunned down by white supremacist Byron Della Beckwith as he returned home. He was killed right there uh, in his driveway. And the last time I was here, I actually got an opportunity to tour the office to the office where Megra Evers did his work fighting on behalf of African-Americans. And here it is. All right, folks. All right, so we're going to take a tour of this facility here uh, and, um, with uh, Derek uh, Johnson, also Frank Finnegan. He's going to give you our tour guide as well. Plus, we'll uh, uh, maybe check out the office of uh, Megra Evers. All right, gents. So, all right, so Frank? Yes, sir. How you doing? All right. All right, folks are watching our live stream. So where are you taking us? All right, we're going to look at the uh, Masonic Temple, perhaps the most historically significant building in the state of Mississippi, maybe even the South. This was 
since 1955. You're walking that way? The home, uh huh. Okay. The home of the Mississippi State Conference NAACP. So Anthony, swing around this way. We'll just walk that way. Just get in front of us. Come on. All right, Frank, so, go keep going. So the Mississippi State Conference of NAACP since 1955 has had office space in this building because of the benevolence and kind-heartedness of the Prince Hall Affiliate Masons of the state of Mississippi. But before that, in the early 1900s, at the, at the founding of the NAACP, Miss Ida B. Wells, who left Mississippi to go to Niagara to a meeting that was concerning the lynching of people of African descent in this country, was supported by the Prince Hall Affiliate Masons of the state of Mississippi and their male and female counterparts. So the relationship is like it's jointed, like they join together from the inception. All right, let's go upstairs, y'all. All right, so let's go. who don't know, I know, and Derek, you can explain to us, explain to folks what the Sovereignty Commission is. The Mississippi State Sovereignty Commission was a taxpayer-funded organization that spied on people and whose purpose it was to prevent the owning up of Mississippi to the disenfranchised citizens. They did anything any means necessary. And it was, it was, this was funded by the state. Yes. So black people were paying for a commission to spy on them. Yes. So it, it was 1954 after the Supreme Court decision came out. Uh, the state of Mississippi was seeking ways to prevent the integration of public education and to throttle any effort of African Americans from voting. Uh, the Sovereign Commission was created for that effort. Uh, it was, the spy agency was so egregious it, it provided the Klan the information needed, which led to the assassination of Michael Cheney, Andrew Goodman, uh, 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 and Mickey Schroerner. Uh, hundreds of people were assassinated as a result of the Mississippi Sovereignty Commission. The files were finally opened in 1992 and in 1993, when people really realized how egregious the activities of this uh, spy agency was. Uh, we believe there are other spy agencies that were created across the South. Uh, the Mississippi Sovereignty Commission uh, was the one that we were able to uncover as a result of one of the first black uh, state senators, Henry Kirksey, uh, stumbling across the files and making enough noise over time, which forced the state to open the records. All right, then. Now, also, um, so, so uh, Allison, slide this way. So, uh, so Frank, this photo here, uh, obviously, I, when it came in, uh, so you see, obviously, Dr. King here, but explain, Roy Wilkins, explain this photo. Uh, this photograph is a picture that was taken after the funeral of assassinated Megger Evers, who at one time served as the field secretary of the Mississippi State Conference. And that funeral was here. And that funeral was here in this building. And there was an overflow 
crowd of over 3,000 people in attendance. Mm -hmm. And that is a part of that crowd. They were leaving this building and marching downtown. Uh, it was an impromptu march, and they were going So that downtown. wasn't planned? Huh? It wasn't planned before the funeral. But because of the nature and the horribleness of this murder, people were just overcome. And uh, they wanted to do something, and they marched from this building to downtown. But they were men. Yeah, but also the significance of Roy Wilkinson King being together in this photo, SCSC only became, came to exist as a result of NAACP being banned from Alabama. Right. And Edie Nixon was the creator of the concept of the Montgomery bus boycott. And it was through Edie Nixon and Rosa Parks Prior to King coming on the scene, they had organized that community. When NACB was banned from Alabama, they organized the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. Mega Evers drove over. He was the original secretary of SCLC. So SCLC is NAACP only because they were banned from Alabama, but it grew out to be something different as well. All right, then. All right, so now we're going in here. And so this is, uh, uh, so this, this, this is the office. Uh, yes, now, if in 1955, 56, 58, all the way through 63, you wrote to Medgar Evers, the field secretary, you would write Medgar Evers, Mississippi State Conference field secretary, 1072 John R. Lynch Street, Suite 7, Jackson, Mississippi. But Medgar Evers' real office was in Suite 10. Suite 7 is a room on the front of the building with a lot of natural light and glass. But because of the strategic nature of the work that Mega Evers did, making two Mississippis one Mississippi, you had to be careful. Yeah, because so, you still got the bullet holes, right? Yes. So his office <laughs> was in the corner in the back in Suite 10. All right. It is to recognize the strategic nature of Mega Evers and his counterparts. They were World War II veterans. Our whole infrastructure was built off a set of individuals who came back from World War II, decided not to leave, and Mega Evers was the person who took on the job, but you had e uh, Steptoe, you had C.C. Bryant, Aaron Henry, Amzie Moore. They were across the state of Mississippi, and they all carried guns because they were World War II veterans. That was important. That was very important. <laughs> all right, then. How y'all doing? Great. Uh, good, good. Good, good. So this... I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. So this was the office of Medgar Evers. Uh, it is important to say that this also was the immediate past state Mississippi State Conference president's office, who was recently promoted to the national state con- the national conference of NAACP Somebody president, him. Mr. Gotcha. Derek Johnson. Hey, what's this little cat thing up there? What's this? Well, you know, that fellow there, he's, he's an executive director. I was about to say, I was, I was about to say, what a little cat when, when I came in here, I said, what's the little It's not a little, little cat thing, it's the big cat thing. That's <laughs> little. And so Dr. Corey Wiggins is now the executive director for NAACP, uh, uh, PhD and what is it called? Health something. That's yeah, health behavior. Health behavior. Uh, but he's been leading a lot of the effort in terms of to get out the vote uh, information. You want to maybe want to share some of your metrics from? Well, well actually, know. I mean, how does it mean for, for, for both of you? Um, uh, how does it feel to literally work, work in hologram? It can be a lot sometimes. But I think we're up for the cha- challenge. I mean, I'm fortunate to have Derek, who was doing this work before me, and able to build up on the foundation that he set in this work. Um, even with this election, his, this historic opportunity uh, that we have to turn people out to vote. I mean, that's that's why so many of the folks who gave their lives, like Omega Evers, um, did this work. Um, and I think that is, is our job and our duty today is to stand on their shoulders, um, th- those giants, and both named and unnamed, to continue this work forward here. And obviously, this is uh, uh, this was the book cover. Uh, Murray Evers Williams and Manny Marable uh, on Mega Evers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I said, y'all haven't taken these down. Uh, <laughs> y'all, uh, they probably been here from the beginning too uh, to hey. keep all the crazies out. Hey, look, this this building is, is historic. Um, and again, even when we talk about the work and the work today. Uh, you know, we've had members, NACP members, for the past three or four weeks hitting doors, knocking on doors to get people out to vote. Uh, just in the past three weeks, we, we hit over 94,000 doors. 
Um, telling, talking to people about getting out the vote, why they should vote, and exercising their right, and continuing their work leading up to our, this runoff we got next Tuesday. All right, then. What, what you going to show us now? So, in addition to that, just to point, just to point up the danger of the work that the NAACP was involved in, ministry. Uh, at that time, didn't look like it was now, like it does now. Uh, it was open thoroughfare, mm -hmm. and people traveled from Highway 80 uh, as a shortcut to downtown, down Lynch Street. So it was open to drive-by shootings, and these uh, bullet holes in the in the windows uh, indicate how people would drive by shooting up in this building. And y'all purposely did uh, have a replacement with Not replacement with it, it's a reminder of what was. And mm -hmm. about the, the assassin, uh, a military-trained sharpshooter, they call it something else now, but a uh, military-trained assassin uh, came up here posing as a newspaper journalist twice, we know of. So he actually stalked Mega Evers. He yelled at Uh huh. Okay. All right. That's it? I just a whole lot more. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a two hour thing. And, and I, and I kind of do need to say that uh, not only was this the home of the Mississippi State Conference NAACP, and the home of the Southern Christian Leadership Conference, as Mr. Johnson has said. It also was the home at one time of the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee and the Congress of Racial Equality. Those organizations and the 70 plus local indigenous organizations formed an umbrella organization called the Council of Federated Organizations uh, here in Mississippi in this building. And then because of space, they moved down the street to uh, their own facility under the uh, banner of COFA. Well, folks, I uh, wanted to give you, uh, you back it up, back it up. It ain't that close. I uh, just want to give you guys uh, a perspective uh, of this. Uh, you likely have, haven't seen before. And also, of course, while we're standing here, uh, you see this poster here. Uh, the NWCP urges you to vote 1964-1999. Uh, first of all, uh, very, very uh, a powerful photo there as well. When we come back on Roller Martin Unfiltered, I'll show you the home where Megger Evers was gunned down that's now a national monument. You're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. When you talk about blackness and what happens in black culture, you're about covering these things that matter to us, uh, speaking to our issues and concerns. This is a genuine people-powered movement. There's a lot of stuff that we're not getting. You get it, and you spread the word. We wish to plead our own cause 
too long have others spoken for us. We cannot tell our own story if we can't pay for it. This is about uh, covering us. Invest in Black-owned media. Your dollars matter. We don't have to keep asking them to cover our stuff. So please support us in what we do, folks. We want to hit 2,000 people, $50 this month, raise $100,000. We're behind 100000 so we want to hit that. Y'all money makes this possible. Checks and money orders go to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. The cash app is dollar sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. On our next A Balanced Life with me, Dr. Jackie, beware the generational curse. They're everywhere in our families, in our workplaces, and even in our churches. It's like a minefield, identifying the curse and knowing what to do about it. When we're talking about generational patterns, oftentimes we get locked into those patterns because we don't want anyone to say, oh, you acting brand new. Are you doing something different from how this is how we always did it? It's okay to do something different in order to get the results that you want to see in your life. That's next on A Balanced Life on Black Star Network. My name is Lena Charles, and I'm from Opelousas, Louisiana. Yes, that is Zodico capital of the world. My name is Margaret Chappelle. I'm from Dallas, Texas, representing the Urban Trivia Game. It's me, Sherry Shepard, and you know what you watch. Roland Martin on Unfiltered. Welcome back to Roland Martin Unfiltered, folks. Uh, I went by the home of Metgar and Merle Evers, the home where he was gunned down. Uh, and it really was a surreal experience. Uh, and so I wanted to show you that again, uh, because that home is now, of course, is a national monument. Uh, they had commemoration services there. And then on Monday, uh, Monday were marked, June 12th, the 60th anniversary, Metgar Evers was gunned down. Uh, and it, it really is uh, a, a place where we lost one of our greatest freedom fighters, a man who was so well known in this state, thousands mourn his death. Uh, the airport is named after him, and 60 years later, they still talk about the great work and commitment of Metgar Evers. 332 Margaret Walker Alexander Drive here in Jackson, Mississippi. And behind me is the home, uh, the home that was of Mer Merle Evers and Megger Evers. Now, of course, he was the NAACP's field secretary uh, and Army veteran, of course, who was working uh, to get voting rights and other civil rights on behalf of African Americans. And so, uh, as you see here, this is a part of the Mississippi Freedom Trail. Uh, and so you see the sign here uh, that exists that lays out in terms of uh, the home here. And of course, he was assassinated June 12, 1963. And this, this was placed during the 50th anniversary of the Freedom Rides, uh, which took place in 2011. Now, if you come onto this side over here of the sign, what you will see is uh, an explanation uh, that this was a three-bedroom home, and it was the first uh, middle-class subdivision built by black develop developers uh, here in Jackson. So there's lots of information here uh, about, of course, uh, this neighborhood, the home, but also uh, Megger Evers and who he was. And, of course, uh, he... Um, uh, a major leader. I mean, he was a huge leader here uh, in Mississippi uh, who gave his life on behalf of uh, civil rights. And so uh, what took place, folks, we're going to walk this way. So what took place on the night uh, President John F. Kennedy was given a speech about the importance of a civil rights bill. Um, what happened was Megger Everest was coming home. His family was inside uh, watching the speech. 
Um, and then, of course, uh, across the street, uh, there's a take a shot there. Take a shot across the street. Across the street, hiding behind the cross, but in those wooded area there, was a white supremacist, Byron Della Beckwith. And so when Megger Evers uh, came home, uh, he pulled into the driveway here. Uh, and then uh, his car pulled in, and he went to the back of his car to get uh, some items out of his car, some T-shirts and signs, and that's when the shots rang out of the killed Megger Evers. Of course, he was hit. Then, he, of course, he crawled his way uh, up this driveway right here uh, to the steps where his uh, wife and uh, his children came out. And, of course, it was horrible for them to actually see their husband and father uh, shot and killed. And what you see here, of course, you, he you see here, uh, th this, of course, is a National Historic Landmark. Uh, and so you see uh, the sign right here uh, that says that uh, the bullet passed through Megger's body and crashed through the lower left pane of the living room window. So the bullet went through his body and hit the window. Uh, and of course, uh, and it has all the details here. Uh, these photos were taken by the Jackson Police Department shortly after uh, his murder. Uh, and you see an aerial shot as well uh, what, uh, where uh, it took place. And so. Um, and it says here that uh, the aerial view shows the Evers home at the very top of the photograph. It depicts where assassin Byron Della Beckwith's car was seen earlier by witnesses at Joe's drive-in. Uh, and of course, uh, in spot number two uh, indicates Beckwith's hiding place from which uh, he fired the shot that killed uh, Megger Evers. And so, uh, of course, uh, as I said, it's a National Historic Landmark. And you see some of the other photos that are up here as well uh, that marks. And so the image over here, this was the car uh, that Megger Evers was driving, the white car. And then, of course, he was shot. And then again, after he was shot, he crawled, made his way, uh, crawled uh, under the carport uh, to uh, his family there. Why is this important? Uh, because uh, Megger Evers was an American hero. Megger Evers was a brother who gave his life for civil rights. Here we are in Mississippi, uh, 2018. He was assassinated June 12, 1963. And it was his death that was one of the sparks that led to the 1964 Civil Rights Act and, of course, the 1965 Voting Rights Act. And uh, this is a man who, again, gave his life, was fighting on behalf of other black folks. He gave his, he served his country, served in the military, bled, came home, but could not enjoy those same freedoms. And so here we are in 2018, U.S. Senate race, African-American Mike Espy running for the United States Senate. Uh, the election will take place on November 27th. And for a lot of people out there, uh, they say, well, I don't really see why it matters. The reality is it matters because we're standing on hallowed ground. We're standing on the very place where Megger Evers died in order for people to have the right to vote. Now, you might not say that doesn't mean anything. But the reality is the wife, the children lost their father in order for us to have the right to vote. Folks, while I am here, I am sitting down with uh, his widow, Merle Evers-Williams, uh, and we're going to have that interview for you later on the Black Star Network. But I wanted to uh, share just a little bit with you of when I caught up with her at the funeral of Dick Gregory uh, that took place uh, in Maryland. I praise him who has brought us all together.
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. And Dick Gregory, thank you for pulling us all here together today. I have heard words that have lifted me. 
I have heard songs that have made me wipe the tears from my eyes today. I have a feeling of emotion that is so deep, I find it difficult to explain because I know deep within me and the hearts and the souls of so many people, we realize that today we have as much of a job to do for justice and equality than we have ever had before in this country. Dick Gregory, I thank you for being the momentum to pull us together, to help us to see what still must be done. Someone said to me many, many years ago, you know, Dick Gregory is going to be here with us. And I said, Dick, who? Dick Gregory, you know, the comedian. Dick Gregory, the comedian. So much more than the comedian. A man who had the insight into humanity. A man who felt the strength to lead and show us the way that we must go as individuals and as a group to preserve humanity, to preserve his people, to look after our children and to be sure that they don't have to go through the same things that his generation, my generation, generations before had to go through. I've heard the term, turn me loose mentioned a couple of times today. And it brought back memories to me because they recorded the last word spoken by Medgar Evers as he lay in the hospital and life leaving his body. Those words were, turn me loose. And I thought grammatically, that's not correct, Medgar. But turn me loose has something to say to all of us, regardless of our age, that we are still in a kind of bondage that Dick Gregory worked so hard to pull us through with laughter and with tears. How blessed we are to have known him. How blessed we are to have had the families and to have the families that we have here. Dick's family, we thank you so much. I remember the times that we met at our home and I said to him, I don't think I can go along with this any longer. He simply looked at me and said, but you will. I'll never forget that but you will. So as we say, turn me loose, yes you will. Dick Gregory was the epitome of what leadership should be. He gave us a sense of laughter that took us through the dark and weary days and years. He is here. His family is here. And I recall so well when Dick was on the health drive 
and we put on our shorts and we ran around Los Angeles City Hall as many times as we could. Dick left us in the dust. I'm saying to you today, he has left us in the dust again. But he has left us with the message, hurry and catch me if you can. And that's the challenge that we have today. We love the family. You are our family and we are yours. The memories of that man, his work will live forever. Just let us be prepared to pick up and run the race, rest of the race, as he would have us do in his memory and in his honor. Thank you. All right, folks, got to go to a break. When we come back, more on Roland Martin Unfiltered right here from Jackson, Mississippi at the Convention Center. And we are here with the 60th commemoration of the assassination of Megra Evers with the Megra and Merle Evers Institute right here. So don't tune in with us. We'll be right back, folks. So hold tight. More to come. Some great content for you right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. On the next Get Wealthy with me, Deborah Owens, America's Wealth Coach, are you working hard and yet your performance doesn't reflect your paycheck? On the next Get Wealthy, you're going to learn some savvy career moves so that all your efforts actually show up in your bank account. Joining us is the founder of a career network, and she's going to share the three R's of accelerating your financial growth. Here's a tip as well. If you are an individual contributor and you desire to be a leader, do the work where you are now. Because if you do the work where you are now, when you do reach the level, you'll be prepared to stay there. Right here on Get Wealthy, only on Black Star Network. Next on The Black Table with me, Greg Carr. The Supreme Court is back in session. God help us all. It is no exaggeration to say that this current session could completely reshape this country and redirect our future for generations to come, and not in a good way. We invite Dr. Valethea Watkins and Professor Angela Porter, our legal roundtable, back to the show to put it all in perspective. That's on the next Black Table. Please don't miss it. Right here on the Black Star Network. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Latasha, from the A. And you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Hey, folks, Roland Martin here. We are live in Jackson, Mississippi, where the Megger and Murley Everest Institute, they are having their week-long of activities. Monday marks the 60th anniversary of the death of Medgar Evers. He was assassinated in the driveway by white supremacist Byron Della Beckwith. All week they've had various events for, for uh, millennials and Gen Z uh, folks, different sessions. Today they had workshops as well. Uh, and so tonight, in about an hour, they're going to be having their gala uh, honoring a number of different people 
including James Meredith, Congressman Benny Thompson, and others. And so, uh, Merle Evers Williams is making her way over here. And so, when she comes here, uh, I'm going to toss it back to the studio. They're going to take the show away. So, I'm going to do a one on one interview with her. Uh, and so, we'll do that. But right now, uh, I want to uh, direct my panel Michael Imhotep, host of the African History Network show, uh, Monique Presley, crisis manager, also host of Make It Make Sense with Monique Presley, Cleo Monago, uh, behavioral expert, uh, Jones as well. Glad to have all three of you here, Monique. Uh, let, I'll start with you, talk about with, with your legal uh, background. I, I'm absolutely laughing at all of these Republicans who are having a conniption. They are, I mean, Martin Levin on Fox News is literally beside himself. Uh, and, and what was killing me are all these fools who refuse to even acknowledge that all Trump had to do was hand them back the documents we're not here. No, he wanted to keep the classified documents, including some of America's top secrets. Roland, it is, he had a chance even after that. It's not even about him handing back the documents. He could have gotten away with that crime, the way white men get away with crimes all the time. He still could have gotten away with that crime. But as I, as I tweeted about an hour and a half ago, dear Americans, you have the right to remain silent. Use it. As grandmama and them would say, Hirsch, shut up. If he had just kept his documents and then didn't feel it's ego, it's hubris, it's arrogance, it's all of those things that led him to be talking and waving around documents. See, see, it, what I want to say is, I mean, he really, he's like all of our uncles at the cookout. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about what I did in World War II when, he, when they weren't even born in World War II. It's, it's the lies, damn lies, and politics of it that is now, frankly, going to land him incarcerated. Like, this is, this is not a drill. But my point in this first comment is, if he had just remained silent, why are you talking about this to the press and to the people who bring right. you Coca-Colas? And to the people who, but you he, know, like you mad at General Millen. And so now you waving documents around and you're saying out loud while you know you're recorded, it's too late for me to declassify. Listen, I, I, I faint. I, I, I die. Whatever the young people say, I am passing out because... I knew he was stupid. I just didn't know he was dumb. Well, well no, no. Well, here's the deal, Michael. Uh, first of all, I always knew he was dumb. Uh, here's what cops always say. They appreciate dumb criminals because they are dumb. Because yes. they do dumb-ish. That's, yep. that's what this fool did. You're, keep, you're keeping documents that lays out the country's nuclear capabilities? You've got documents that dictate how our allies are going to respond to a first strike. Dude, th this is not, oh, I kept a letter from the leader of North Korea. No, you literally have documents showing the nuclear capabilities of the United States. Hell yes, you're going to get indicted. 
absolutely rolling. And now on t- and, and on top of that, obstruction of justice as well. So if you're absolutely correct. If he had just handed the records back when the National Archives first asked for them, this would not be a story. But my favorite type of white supremacist is a dumbass white supremacist. And Donald Trump is my favorite type of white supremacist. This is, uh, as I explain to many people here on this show, as well as on uh, the African History Network show, this is a much more straightforward case than the January 6th insurrection. There are going to be charges coming from that, but this is not a who done it. This is a you did it. The documents were at Mar-a-Lago. Donald Trump admitted they were at Mar-a-Lago. He admitted he took the documents. He said he had every right to take the documents. And he said, I want my documents back as well. So, you know, if, if mess around and find out was a person, it'd be Donald Trump. And this is, you know, you, you've had many Republicans who said this is a sad day for America, uh, like uh, punk-ass counterpart, right. things like this. No, this is All a right. very good day for America. This is a good day for the rule of law. This is a day to show that no man or woman is above the law, even a former president. So uh, so I've been following this. I told you back in November 2022, Roland, right here on the show, when special counsel Jack Smith was uh, appointed by Attorney General Merrick Garland, that was the right thing to do. Garland followed the prominent justice policy. And I said, this is not going to take very long. This is going to lead to an indictment. And uh, just so people understand, President Biden did not indict uh, Donald Trump. It was, a, it was a grand jury made up of U.S. citizens. Can I ask a question? You know what, uh, Cleo? Can I ask a question? Uh, 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 actually, hold on. No, no, hold on. Hold on. No, wait, wait, wait. wait. I apologize. Cleo, I apologize. the thing that I'm really, Cleo, the thing that I'm cr- really cracking up, Cleo, uh, I, I am cracking up uh, at all of these Republicans. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tears. Uh, this is so unfair. He's being targeted. It's a witch hunt. I thought they were the party of law and order. I, I, I really, I really find all of their whining to be quite amusing. Oh, Roland, the right wing and the people that follow Donald Trump, like the people who were involved in the January 6th event, are not operating on the logic of most of us. They're operating on their own subjective, power-hungry logic, which defies a lot of what we're saying. This is not this is not Trump's first indictment, and he's still almost 60 percent of Republicans at this point are still supporting him. He's still the highest ranking Republican in the United States of America, despite indictment. Because just like their forefathers, people who developed things like Manifest Destiny, and they went beyond the lives and didn't care about people who lived here, who were living and breathing and having their own experience and being human beings, they didn't care. And they don't care about logic right now. I believe that Donald Trump has a theoretical possibility of still winning. Because whenever a crazy, well, I shouldn't use those terms, whenever a Republican sees an attack on Donald Trump, they see it as something that makes him a victim that they think they have that they have sympathy for. They feel they feel affinity toward him. See how they're treating us, see how they're treating our leader. They don't care about it being against so-called law. And I think some of us on this panel know that people among whites change laws sometimes when they want to, historically that, that has occurred. So I'm not, I know that it's ridiculous. I know that this is um, ob obstruction of law, all that. But white supremacists, people in this country have never cared about logic. They care about power at all costs. And it will be difficult for Donald Trump to get to the White House, but I remember on your show, before he was president, how I was in debates with people who said he could never win, he could never win. I said, yes, he could. He can win. Don't look at this from a purely logical perspective. Look at this through a hungry white supremacist, white control at all costs perspective, and you might listen better and take better strategies to resist who these people are. Because it doesn't matter how bad he is. He is the poster child for white supremacy and control, and he has a lot of support. He has millions of people that support him. Man, this is why, Monique, the point that I keep making to folks, to our audience and the folks, is do understand, if these people are so craven and desperate that they will support this man even with this, they will do whatever is necessary to hold on to power. That man and that party must be stopped and never be allowed to control the Oval Office. Roland, they are holding on to him when they're not in power. So to me, it is it is demonstrably worse than the way that you describe it, in that even when they're under and they could grab on to someone else uh, to attain power, to be in majority, to move past it, 
they choose not to. I was speaking to an, another lawyer. I'm I'm here uh, in in New York today. Last night we were celebrating our Queen Warrior uh, Tamika Mallory's 43rd birthday. But today. I had meetings, 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 and in the first one of the day, I was speaking with a lawyer, and she was describing it. Nobody could do it better. She was saying, listen, the way I would pick a surgeon, I would want a surgeon who knows more about surgery than me. That is the opposite of the way the American electorate picks a president. They want somebody who knows as little as they do or less, who makes them feel like we the same, we together, we together. And anybody who knows more, Obama, Clinton, Clinton, et cetera, Biden, Harris, anybody who knows more, has more experience, oh, no, we don't want them. And it's not just racism. And it's not just a power grab. It is, I feel like I'm good when I have somebody who is just as stupid as me, who is in the highest elected position in the land. And that brought to my question, because I heard you say something, Roland, I never heard you say on this show. You said ish, when I think you meant another word. And then Cleo came in and he said some non-cursing version of a profane word. And I'm we were on cable. I haven't been on in a long time, but did we turn PG while I was gone? Uh, just saying. Nah, just well, first, well, first of all, uh, I, first of all, I'm not. First of all, I'm not in the studio, so I'm here in the convention center. So uh, I don't want to be sitting here and cussing aloud all these folks that milling around. So you know, it's all about my settings. And speaking of that, I got to go to a commercial break uh, because uh, we are, we're over our time. So let me do this here. We put a pin in that. Uh, going to commercial break. I'm here at the uh, Jackson, Mississippi uh, Convention Center complex where the uh, Megger and Merle Evers Institute they're holding uh, their gala event tonight. Uh, Starting uh, shortly, uh, and so uh, we'll be covering that. And so this is a, this course a shot right there of the ballroom uh, that uh, will be taking place. So we'll be right back in a moment. Don't forget, folks, if you're watching on YouTube, hit that like button. We want to be oh, we want to hit 2,000 likes from today's show. We also want you to support us in what we do by joining our Bring the Funk fan club. You can do so by sending your uh, by, first of all by downloading our app. Uh, app, uh, Blackstar Network app, Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. You can support us by sending your check and money orders to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash app, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered. PayPal, R. Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale, rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Rolling at rollingmartinunfiltered.com. And just so you understand, when we travel and do one of these events like this here on the low end it's five thousand dollars on the high end is twenty five thousand so a lot of times when people are asking me you know we would love to have you here have you there i explain to them all the time yo that stuff costs money that's real money for us to be on the scene uh actually uh, uh doing that uh and so just want to let y'all understand uh just want to let y'all understand that when you're talking about uh when we travel this country i mean these things actually cost money uh and so just letting y'all know so that's what's up folks and so support us in what we do going to a break we'll be right back rolling Martin unfiltered on the black star network mm mm-hmm. 
I'm Faraji Muhammad, live from LA, and this is The Culture. The Culture is a two-way conversation. You and me, we talk about the stories, politics, the good, the bad, and the downright ugly. So join our community every day at 3 p.m. Eastern and let your voice be heard. Hey, we're all in this together, so let's talk about it and see what kind of trouble we can get into. It's The Culture, weekdays at 3, only on the Black Star Network. Hatred on the streets, a horrific scene, a white nationalist rally that descended into deadly violence. White people are losing their damn minds. As an angry pro-Trump mob storms the U.S. Capitol, we're about to see the rise of what I call white minority resistance. We have seen white folks in this country who simply cannot tolerate. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Black folks voting. I think what we're seeing is the inevitable result of violent denial. This is part of American history. Every time that people of color have made progress, whether real or symbolic, there has been what Carol Anderson at Emory University calls white rage as a backlash. This is the rise of the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo Boys. America, there's going to be more of this. Here's all the Proud Boys, guys. This country is getting increasingly racist in its behaviors and its attitudes because of the fear of white people. The fear that they're taking our jobs, they're taking our resources, they're taking our women. This is white fear. Hello, I'm 
I'm Jamia Pugh. I am from Coatesville, Pennsylvania, just an hour right outside of Philadelphia. My name is Jasmine Pugh. I'm also from Coatesville, Pennsylvania. You are watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Stay right here. All right, folks, welcome back. You know, one of the things that really jumps out at me uh, is that that what his aides did, Michael, they literally loaded the plane and moved documents from Mar-a-Lago to, uh, to his other resort. And I'm like, are you serious? I mean, again, it's, and again, I'm, I'm looking, and again, I look at somebody's reaction um, it, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. It, and uh, like, like Eric Erickson said, oh man, you know, this, this is, this indictment is damning, but I think it's best left up to 150 million voters. I'm like, wait a minute. So the rich guy, he doesn't get to be held accountable. What's the point of the law if it's, oh, well, you know what? I used to be in the old office. I could do pretty much do what I want. No, Th this man, like anybody else, should be held accountable. And guess what? It's a whole bunch of black politicians who have been sent to prison for wrongdoing and didn't nobody say, ah, just go ahead and give them a break because they're a politician. Absolutely. You know, Roland, uh, Walt Nata has been uh, hit with uh, six charges, including conspiracy to uh, obstruct, withholding the document or record, and scheme to conceal. Uh, and this was an aid to Donald Trump as well. He allegedly moved boxes the day before the FBI came to serve a, a search warrant. So when you have these Republicans who were the—they were the party of law and order, um, you know, they backed the blue until the coup, as, as I've said numerous times here on this show, which is absolutely true. Until the January 6, 2021 insurrection, they backed the blue. Uh, they used to tell African Americans, just comply. You know, if you had just complied, maybe you wouldn't have been shot. If you had just complied, maybe you wouldn't have been beaten upside your head. So the question I would ask for Eric Erickson, the question I would ask for uh, Kevin McCarthy and, and the rest of these Republicans who want to compromise any integrity that they have, uh, would you say the same thing if everything was the same except the name was Barack Obama instead of Donald Trump? And documents were found at Barack Obama's house, classified documents, and he didn't give them back. W would you say the same thing? Oh, just just leave it up to the voters. Oh, no, you shouldn't prosecute. No, no, you wouldn't. So uh, th these are the people. I want them to keep talking. I want them to show a clear distinction between people who, who hold office, who have some integrity, and people who have totally prostituted themselves for uh, Donald Trump. And these are the people who have to be voted out of office and should never hold power again. The thing that I keep reiterating over and over and over, Cleo, is that when people will make every possible excuse for someone like this idiot, when they are literally pining for January 6th defendants to get pardons, these folks will do anything to hold on to power. And need a lot I'm gonna need a whole lot of us to understand that if this is who you're dealing with what we cannot do is sit out what we cannot do is act, not act like it's important because let me be real clear his crazies they're going to turn out in record numbers next year and if these folks will defend this 
and they will call for pardons for January 6th, we know exactly what they'll also allow to happen to us because we've seen it and we're here in Mississippi and we know what that history is. Mm -hmm. We are witnessing a long-term knee-jerk reaction in response to many things, but more symbolically, the election of Barack Obama and the First Lady Michelle Obama being in the White House, who for eight years were a symbolic and intellectual contradiction to the myth of white supremacy. And before they'd been to the White House, the myth of white supremacy was the narrative. It was what we heard, all of us heard for all of our lives since the beginning of the country, that we are inferior and they are superior. And that was an important myth for a lot of white people, even nice white people, that regardless of what they do, we are still superior. It's obvious that we're better and we're in better situation because we are better. And then here comes Barack Obama and Michelle in the White House, be, being beautifully, beautiful, brilliant, and, re and relatively successful, not from a black perspective, from a presidential perspective. And all of this knee-jerk reaction regarding allowing the likes of Trump to be in the White House was a, is a desperate reaction to trying to put things back together from a white perspective at all costs. Because Donald Trump, unlike Hillary and other white people, has been the first white person to run for president to be straight up about their anti-blackness, straight about their, their their whiteness, to say stuff like the Klan and, and, and liberals are on the same boat in terms of having their own position and they both have a right to what they have to say. And he is someone who has been blatant. And that's why he can be indicted and still be celebrated. That's why he can be indicted and still be the most popular Republican in, in this country. And you're right in, ter in terms of what I got from you saying that we should be concerned, but I think we're being real, real fantasistical, if you will. We keep the, if we think that these people are not going to be back in power or won't be in a position to be in power just because of these egregious things. White supremacy does not care. It's psych it's sociopathic. It's also psychopathic, like a serial killer. They can care less about humanity outside of the realm of who they who they prefer and who they lift up. So we need to be real clear that we have to think about these things with dual strategies and stop simply calling it dumb and stupid because it's a strategy that got the man in the White House in 2016. Which is why I am making this point, uh, Monique, that they're going to turn out in mass. The last, the last thing that we can afford is to see another drop-off of black voter participation in the presidential election because they're banking on that. And don't forget, uh, after 2016, uh, Donald Trump thanked black people for not voting. Yeah, uh, because the black people who were mad at um, Secretary Clinton helped him, as did the 53% of white women. Uh, as as did everybody else. Listen, Roland, let me say an unpopular, but what I believe is um, salient truth that takes this out of the realm of what's going to happen to this white billionaire, alleged billionaire, former president. There are people, hey, black folks, there are people like Jesse Smollett there are people, uh, current day, like Jonathan Majors, right? There are people, current day, few days ago, 
ooh, dare I mention Bill Cosby? Listen, there are people who have not been accused of crimes against our country, who have not been accused of espionage, who have not been accused, nor have had the opportunity to run the entire country and sell all of our secrets and put us all at risk in any number of ways. And, and what we're seeing is that you can be indicted and be an, an old white man with a whole bunch of money who was a former president, and it will boost your poll numbers. It will increase your funding. There is a whole sector of people who will give you more money because you have been charged with 37 crimes. There are people who will pay you for that. And then there's us. When our people are charged with crimes they did not commit, when our people are wrongfully accused, when our people, even though prosecutors are trying to push away charges, we're still being charged. We liberals, we progressives, we black folks with money will still say, oh, but the wrong that they did. I want you to wake up. Because the way that this world is working, the way that this world is working, the Trumps of the world will always advance, no matter what is against them. There is somebody who's supporting them. Why? Why aren't we supporting our own in the same measure? Why do we not care? what misdemeanor is charged against them, what trumped-up charges are levied against them, what things are befalling them. Why aren't we in the streets in the same manner? Because, you know, I mean, of the names I named, some of those people are okay, but it's it's more people coming. It could be any of you. It could be, it could be Cleo. Well, of course. It could be Michael. It could be well, Roland. Again. Roland, you know, that anytime I answered. tell you... Maybe not today, I, I but that question you, needs to be answered. Hold on, Cleo. One second. I tell Roland every time I can talk to okay, him, don't actually, even jaywalk. Actually, actually, you got actually you got fifty. You got fifteen seconds because I got I got to go to. That's break. all. So we're That's over time. I said, so, um, I said, Roland. I tell you all, all right, the time, all right. don't I? Don't even jaywalk. Well, you first of all, I jaywalk, question. so whatever. Uh, that, 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 well, that, you don't that, listen. That's You're not a uh, good Cleo, listener. Cleo, fifteen seconds. Go. Okay, I got it. Cleo, fifteen seconds. What'd you say? Oh, I was going to say, the questions that Monique just asked about why we don't step up for people in our community, whether they're high profile, low pro profile, who are getting accused of such awful crimes, and we allow them to be persecuted, we certainly can address that in 15 seconds like you gave me. But that kind of mentality among black people needs to be unpacked and resolved. Like I said, it's the trauma trans. And we need to talk yeah. about how to break the trauma trans, because that's part of the answer to Monique's question. Yeah. Thank you, Got Cleo. Uh, all right, folks, hold yeah. that one second. Going to a break. Uh, don't forget, folks, uh, hit the like button if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, same thing, Facebook, also the OTT app. Download the Black Star Network app. Apple phone, Android phone, Apple TV, Android TV, Roku, Amazon Fire TV, Xbox One, Samsung Smart TV. Uh, support us by joining our Brina Funk fan club. Send check in money orders to P.O. Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. Cash app, dollar sign, RM Unfiltered, PayPal, or Martin Unfiltered.
Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale, Roland at RolandSMartin.com. Roland at RolandMartinUnfiltered.com. And don't forget to get a copy of my book, White Fear, How the Browning of America is Making White Folks Lose Their Minds. Available at bookstores nationwide, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Target. Download your copy on Audible. Audible. We'll be right back. Black Star Network is here. Oh, no punches! I'm real um, revolutionary right now. Uh, thank you for being the voice of Black America. All the momentum we have now, we have to keep this going. The video looks phenomenal. See, this difference between Black Star Network and Black-owned media and something like CNN. You can't be Black-owned media and be scared. It's time to be smart. Bring your eyeballs home. You dig? That was a pivotal, pivotal time. I remember mm. Kevin, Kevin Hart telling me that. Um, he's like, man, what you doing, man? You gotta stay on stage. And I was like, yeah, well, I you know, I'm young, thinking, man, I'm good. And he was absolutely right. What, 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 what show was the other time? This was one-on-one -on -one Got during it. that time. I, and I was, so, you, so you're doing one-on-one, -on -one, yep. going great, yeah. you're making money, you're like, I'm like, I don't need to leave. I don't, I don't need to leave from, you know, th Wednesday, Thursday to Sunday. I, I, you know, I, I just I didn't want to do that. You know, it was just like, I'm going to stay here. Oh, I didn't want to finish work Friday, fly out, go do a gig Saturday, Sunday. I was like, I don't have to do that. And, and I lost a little bit of that hunger that I had mm. in New York. I would hit all the clubs and run around. I, you know, sometimes me and Chappelle or me and this one or that one, we'd go to the comedy cellar at 1 in the morning and, I mean, that was our life. We loved it. You know, you do two shows in Manhattan, go to Brooklyn, leave Brooklyn, go to Queens, go to Jersey. And I kind of just, I got complacent. Well, I was like, I got this money, I'm good. I don't need to go, I don't need to go chase that because that money wasn't at the same level that I was making, but what I was missing was that training. Yes. Was that, was that. And it wasn't the money. It was the money, you know, it was that, that's what I needed. up is Sammy Roman and you are watching Roland Martin Unfiltered. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. All right, folks, welcome back to Roller Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. We're here in Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, at the uh, convention center for the uh, Mecker and Merle Evers Institute Gala taking place uh, shortly, uh, but uh, we still are doing what we are doing. Now, uh, the issue of uh, parental choice in education is hugely popular, and what we are seeing, uh, we're seeing a tremendous growth among black and Latino parents. Uh, all across this country, we're seeing that a recent poll uh, shows by Democrats for Education Reform found that more than 70% of black and Latino parents like new ideas and public school choice options, uh, coupled with more funding. Now, joining us right now is Jacqueline Martell. She's the executive director for Democrats for Education Reform in New York. Glad to have you on the show, Jacqueline. So he- here's what is really interesting to me. Um, and I've been having this debate for years. You've got a plethora of black elected officials who disagree with ed reform, meaning charter school expansion, uh, who disagree with voucher programs, things along those lines. Now, I've made it clear, like, for instance, what Texas was trying to do with their voucher program was shameful and despicable because it was a money grab for suburban parents. But what was crazy to me is when you have these elected officials and civil rights groups and others oppose it when the public is very clear on what they want and it's as if people are like, oh, they're not smart enough to know what they want. Right, 100%. I totally agree with that sentiment. I mean, as you mentioned in the poll that we recently conducted, we see over 70% of black and Latino families want more school choice, want more opportunities. Uh, For many parents that we see in these neighborhoods, and as we know, particularly here in New York, the majority of students uh, that attend charter schools here uh, are marginalized. Um, and live in low-income areas. And what we tell people when we limit choice, particularly families, is that they're not allowed the opportunity to decide what is the best education for their child. Um, We have been very lucky here in New York, I will say, in this last legislative session, which actually uh, is slated to end tonight, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, some movement within the education reform space. However, we're still dealing with um, a lot of issues and a lot of dissonance, dissonance, particularly from unions. Um, and some folks who really don't want to see choice given to the families that we uh, 
that look like us. And so we have to constantly question the norm and we have to constantly advocate uh, and fight within our legislature to make sure that these choices are available, especially given the amount of learning loss that we've seen coming out of the pandemic. Additionally, too, I think one thing that we really need to hone in upon when we think about choice and we think about accountability and standards is the notion that we have a system now that has perpetually failed generation upon generation. We can cite that here in New York uh, specifically. We have the highest per pupil spending in the country, and yet our results uh, do not reflect that. I think we rank 47th in the nation when it comes to education. Um, and so we've seen a lot of reforms recently. Our chancellor recently announced some new innovations as it pertains to phonics and literacy, which, you know, we applaud him and we look forward to working with him and continue to work with him, as well as our mayor. But statewide, we do we do really face a lot of dissonance and a lot of uh, stifling in terms of us even having a cap lift. Our governor in this last session uh, was very brave and spoke out uh, for school choice and for expansion of charter schools in particular. And we need to see uh, more bravery across our state legislatures. But, but, but here's the thing that, again, um, that I sort of explain to people. Why are folks demanding the expansion in New York State? because they are absolutely frustrated with failures. And so exactly. I've always said, this is very simple for me, fix the fundamental problem in traditional public schools or you're going to have to deal with people demanding something else. And I'm also very clear, if there are charter schools that are abhorrent and failing, shut them down. I just refuse to support failure. 100 uh, percent. At Democrats for Education Reform, we share the same sentiment. In New York State in particular, we have very strong authorizers, both with SUNY and the Board of Regents. So I think that that needs to be replicated in uh, many other states. And to your point, you know, charter schools need to be held to high standards um, and accountability, which we are in total agreement of. And that isn't necessarily the case that's happening uh, nationally. So I agree with that sentiment there. We do need to fix the fundamental issues. And I think that oftentimes what we see when it is this traditional public school versus a charter school debate is that they're pitting them against one another. In New York State, charter school students account for 17 percent of the student population. Um, so essentially, we do need to really attack—we really, we do really need to tackle the fundamental issues for the majority of our students. But you have charter schools who are also providing students with very special—specialized programming that is suited to their needs and catering to populations that are often marginalized and left out of discussions. Uh, you know, we talk about—I don't want to inundate uh, anyone with data, but— when we look at New York in particular, particularly in the upstate regions, we see single-digit proficiency uh, when it comes to reading and writing. What opportunities are you affording children that are leaving the public education system where we are paying, in New York State, close to $30,000, not more, a year to educate a student? We have full funding now uh, with these types of results. This is essentially the, the school-to-prison pipeline 
that we are funding as taxpayers. And I think that there needs to be more accountability. We need more bravery within our legislature. We have some amazing uh, legislators now in New York State that are standing up and saying no more because they have new touch points to the charter school movement here in the state. And so we don't have these debates when it comes to affluent families who we saw in the pandemic were able to remove their students from specific schools and put them in these different modalities like pods or private school settings. And you don't have these debates in zip codes where we see affluence. Um, and I think that this essentially is a debate of who deserves to have quality education and who does not. And oftentimes, like I said, it's the students that look like you and I. You know, I think about my trajectory Got it. and what was... Jack, one second, Jack, one second. Uh, hold on one second. I got to go to break. Uh, we'll be back. I got okay. questions from the panel. Uh, just hold tight one second. Uh, you're watching Roland Martin Unfiltered right here on the Black Star Network. Coming up next on The Frequency, right here on the Black Star Network, Janita Hubbard. We're talking about the ride or die chick. We're breaking it down. The stereotype of the strong black woman. Some of us are operating with it as if it's a badge of honor. Like you even hear black women like aspiring to be this ride or die chick, aspiring to be this strong black woman. So at their own expense. Next on The Frequency, right here on the Black Star Network. When you talk about blackness and what happens in black culture, we're about covering these things that matter to us, uh, speaking to our issues and concerns. This is a genuine people-powered movement. There's a lot of stuff that we're not getting. You get it, and you spread the word. We wish to plead our own cause to long have others spoken for us. We cannot tell our own story if we can't pay for it. This is about uh, covering us. Invest in black-owned media. Your dollars matter. We don't have to keep asking them to cover our stuff. So please support us in what we do, folks. We want to hit 2,000 people, $50 this month, raise $100,000. We're behind 100000 so we want to hit that. Y'all money makes this possible. Check some money orders. Go to PO Box 57196, Washington, D.C., 20037-0196. The cash app is sign RM Unfiltered. PayPal is R Martin Unfiltered. Venmo is RM Unfiltered. Zale is rolling at rollingsmartin.com. Everybody, I'm Kim Colson. Hey, I'm Dolly Simpson. Yo, it's your man Dion Cole from Blackish, and you watch Roland Martin Unfiltered. All right, folks, welcome back. We're talking with Jacqueline Martell. She's the executive director for uh, Democrats for Education Reform in New York. Uh, let's uh, go to my panel for questions. Uh, Michael, you're first. All right. Hello, Jacqueline. Uh, question for you. So how have uh, you all been able to help students who have been harmed by being set back from uh, being out of school due to COVID-19? You talked about the disparities from COVID, things of this nature. What are some of the ways you've been able to help students maybe catch up to grade level or improve their performance? Yeah, I think that there's a lot of work that needs to be done within this area. Uh, recently, our chancellor just announced that he's going to be implementing a high-impact tutoring uh, initiative in our city to mitigate a lot of the learning loss that we did see. In charter schools in particular, uh, we see that 
they really stepped up, particularly during the pandemic, uh, to mitigate a lot of the learning loss that we saw. We were able to pivot very quickly to virtual learning because many of the schools had already implemented that, uh, ensuring that, and with most of the schools that we work with in particular, ensuring that they had broadband access. That was actually a huge issue for many of the students during the height of pandemic. Also working uh, with different groups in terms of providing resources to families across different charter school uh, networks. But with the high-impact tutoring, we actually have some legislation here in the state that we'll be that we are working with with Assemblymember Brian Cunningham to actually scale out high-impact tutoring. It is the top intervention in mitigating learning loss, and we've seen a lot of states be able to do it successfully. And so, with this $10 million appropriation that the mayor is using to pilot in high-needs districts in both the Bronx and Brooklyn, uh, we're advocating legislatively and looking to work with the governor to also do an another appropriation to implement that statewide. All right, thank you. Morning. Monique, you're on mute. Well, I have a question. Oh, she's mute. I am mute, Cleo, but I'm all. Okay. But I also don't have a question. Thank you. But mm -hmm. by, by time you're unmuted. All right, go ahead with your question. If I'm not mistaken, it appears that, and I think I've seen evidence of it, that public schools are failing. Um, Roland has mentioned more than once about that they have been a failure in many cases. And it's my uh, perspective that um, we are tolerating them because we're familiar with dysfunctional and dysfunctional. Dysfunctionalness is reliable and familiar. But I'm wondering if the resistance on a systems level is because the system, if you will, wants to stay in charge of schools and ensure that there is no innovation or any type of paradigm shift in terms of worldview among black children, for example, because the system teaches us, like, as you know, they took critical race theory off the, out of the conversation. And as my perspective, they did that because they want to keep us in the trance and keep us selling for less. I was wondering, my question to you is, do you think that the issues that I just raised are relevant to the resistance to charter schools? I think so. I think that a lot of it, to your point, is about upholding the status quo, both in terms of curriculum design to implementation, but also in terms of the bureaucratic systems that we live in. You know, I think what, in New York in particular, we have an issue as it pertains to co-location and real estate. So in New York City, it is not uncommon to have multiple schools within one building. And this has essentially created this dynamic of have and have nots for many schools. You know, charter schools in New York State, um, we are not given the same amount for per-pupil uh, per funding as traditional public schools, so we have to subsidize that uh, through alternative measures. Um, however, we also do not have to go through certain bureaucratic systems as it pertains to the procurement process. So, for example, uh, if a school wants to paint their hallways with amazing murals of black leaders, which we often see uh, at some of at many of our schools, they're able to do that very quickly. Whereas with traditional public schools, you know, they're not able to necessarily function that quickly because they have to go through certain processes. And I think that those systems uh, also relate to that uh, level of have and have nots within a lot of our uh, buildings, particularly. I think another issue 
as it pertains to the status quo and upholding that does have to do a lot with uh, the labor unions. And I am pro-union. I was a labor organizer for uh, many years. I worked at 32BJSCIU. Um, and I will say this, is that, you know, I think the conversation has become so politicized that we do not center children and families at the forefront, who are the beneficiaries or who are not benefiting from the systems as it stands. And so I think we need to uh, make it more about the children and less about the politics and the adults. All right, Monique, you got a question or you not? You don't have one. I don't have a question, Roland. No. All right, okay. So, Jacqueline, what is next? Because uh, obviously, uh, you've seen, um, uh, you know, different people in New York State say, hey, no, we don't, we don't want to be forward with more charter schools, even though families are demanding that. Uh, and so, you know, so what's actually going to happen there? Because, look, something has to give there. You got people like Steve Perry who are doing some great things there uh, with, with his schools, uh, with Diddy there in Harlem, his schools in Connecticut. Uh, and so, uh, you know, I've always said, hey, if a traditional school ain't doing the job, hey, and if this charter school is, give, give them more schools, give them more students to be able to do more. You got about 60 seconds. Yes. Uh, so in New York this last session, we were able to get 14 new charters. But as you mentioned, there is the need for more. So we're looking at DFER to really continue to organize parents and demand this of the legislature, work with our legislature to make a cap lift a reality um, and continue to empower uh, our parents to speak up for uh, more demand and more opportunity and more high quality seats within their respective districts. All right. Jacqueline Martell, we appreciate it. If people got, people got any questions or whatever uh, for uh, y'all, uh, how can they reach out? Yes, you can email me, Jacqueline, at defer.org. You can follow us. Uh, our social media is there. Uh, we look forward to connecting and continuing the good fight. Thank you so much. Okay. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Thank you. All right, folks, that is it for us uh, for today's show. We appreciate it. We, of course, uh, are here. We're going to be uh, attending the gala tonight. Got some interviews lined up, uh, so we look forward uh, to doing that. Uh, and so a lot of special things going on here uh, for the uh, Megger and Merle Evers Institute. Uh, don't forget, Monday rep represents the 60th anniversary of when Megger Evers was gunned down in his driveway, dying in the hands of his wife, his children, having to watch that. And so it was uh, it was certainly a sad occasion. He was the field secretary, well, the Mississippi field secretary for the NAACP, uh, a revered figure in this state. Uh, and uh, his death, of course, galvanized uh, a lot of people to move forward with civil rights legislation uh, in the 1960s. And so uh, we look forward to sharing more of that with you next week right here on Roland Martin Unfiltered on the Black Star Network. Folks, uh, until then, I'll see you guys on Monday back at the nation's capital. Y'all know how we do it. Holla! I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply.